This is Bet MGM Tonight, presented by Bet MGM. Bet MGM Tonight continues live here on a Friday evening. Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser with you for another hour or so. Right now, watching some World Cup action. Team USA, Women's World Cup, only up one nothing right now. And I'm not liking it, Peach. We got the over in this game. Rear over. Yep. I don't bet many overs. We so. might have a possible penalty kick, though, for the U.S. So well, we need it. We will see. Yeah, Good we old need VAR. We need four goals here in about the next six minutes. What could go so, wrong, right? What? <laughs> uh, also, what could go wrong? The Guardians had a six to two lead going into the seventh. It's now six to five. Mm. They do have a runner on first, two away. Uh, Rockies tied up at four. Or I'm sorry, wait, is that the Rangers tied up at four here? Yeah. Why did I just... Rangers tied up here at four with the Dodgers. It's Friday, and it's been a long week. Been a long uh, week. Let's talk a little Big 12 football, okay? So, in this conference, this is the conference where I don't have a whole lot. Kansas under, yep. Oklahoma and Texas overs, of course. But now let's talk about some of the newer teams who, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to do anything with, um, but that do interest me. And one of the teams that really interests me, man, moving forward, is actually Central Florida. I think they're in a great spot the next few years with Texas leaving especially because you look at the NIL and how that changes college football, where do you want to live right now? Where aren't you paying taxes? Florida. Florida. So you get to keep most of your NIL money. Also, where's Central Florida going to be able to go recruit? The Florida pipeline. So I think Central Florida and the Big 12, if it remains an actual thing, a conference, is in good shape, actually, the next couple years, man. Mm -hmm. This year, though, Plumlee's back at quarterback. He was up and down last season. The last seven games, he really struggled, but he was also playing with a knee injury, so it's hard to grade him. Running backs, a bunch of dudes competing for playing time. Wide receivers, Javon Baker's back after his uh, 796-yard receiving season. Also, Kobe Hudson's back. He had over 600 yards, and they bring back their tight end, Holler, as well. O-line, 126 career starts back. So my question is, like, with eight starters back, but stepping up in class, do you think there's a drop-off at all for a U.S. UCF offense? I don't. I don't. No? I, no, I like John Rice Prumley. And because what I like is the experience of Gus being in the SEC, right? Like, sure, his players are going to need to get adjusted to that, but there are some good teams in the AAC. I mean, UCF had to play against Cincinnati, who is going to be the caliber-type team that they're going to see in the Big 12 the last couple of years. Tulane, obviously, was a great team last year. UCF dominated them in New Orleans last year. So I'm not too worried about UCF. Gus couldn't say more about Plumlee in the offseason. So, oh, my, oh God. my God, Alex Morgan just got blocked on a penalty kick. You've got to be kidding me. And That's like, how what, it's going. And, like, what was that? Even? I don't know. And now See, I don't she's think gonna, I don't think they're going to win, dude, the cup. I, I think I think that you got to find value down the board. Yeah. And she's hurt. She's holding her knee. She is hurt. I'm going to say that did not look good. She is All hurt. right, so then on the defensive side of the ball, same question. Eight starters back, but they really step up in class, obviously, here. Uh, do you think there's going to be, like, a big adjustment? Because, st- like, look at this, man. Year one, and they have five Big 12 road games. That's really tough year one. Yep. And they only have one starter back in their linebacker room. It's Jason Johnson. Secondary, they get Fred Davis from Clemson. It's mostly all, like transfers. I just I think it's going to take some time, but I think they're in a really good spot Central Florida the next couple of years. I, I, I completely agree. agree with you. Yeah, and I think Gus is happy. I don't think he's going to leave for another job, especially cuz now they're in the Big 12, right? He's got a Power 5 gig. So, agreed and uh I do like UCL uh, UCF this year. If there was a long shot, I would sprinkle to win the Big 12 this year. I do like Texas or Oklahoma. I think one of those teams win it. Yeah. If there was somebody down the board that I would take a shot at, it would be UCF. What about BYU? Keaton Slovis is the starting quarterback. It's his 37th fo- uh, season of college football. You ain't kidding. 
Uh, Aiden Robbins rushed for over 1,000 yards his last season at UNLV. They bring him over. The wide receivers are solid. Cody Epps and Keanu Hill both back. O-line, big question mark. Eight starters back, though, but Keaton Slovis is the starting quarterback. Does that make you want to bet BYU year one when they go from facing uh, five, I believe, Power 5 schools to ten? They do avoid Baylor, Kansas State, and Central Florida, but they also have five road games in conference year one. I'm looking forward to fading them. Me too. Th- this is going to be an under. This yeah. is an official play, Slovis. is BYU. Especially with Slovis, and I do not like their head coach, Kalani Satake. Not a fan. I'm sure he's a fine human being, nice guy. I just don't like him as a coach. Don't like how BYU plays. They're an easy team. And more importantly, Ryan, they're a predictable team. Like, they, when you can foresee a letdown spot from BYU, they have one. They're not a team I like to trust. We're talking about Dave Dorn and NC State earlier in the week and how they're a dumb team. They make dumb mistakes. BYU's the same kind of way. Don't like them. Don't trust them. They are a fade for me. I'm going to bet the under. What about Houston? They lose Clayton Tunick quarterback. Donovan Smith behind center this year. He was the transfer from Texas Tech. Yep. He actually, what's crazy about that is he quarterbacked Texas Tech when they beat Houston last year. Yeah. Now he's the quarterback of Houston. And it's like mostly all transfers, though. Tony Mathis comes over from West Virginia, had over 500 yards rushing there and five touchdowns. Now he's at Houston. Um, the wide receivers... Kind of a question mark, but everybody keeps talking about that true freshman, Harrison Pilot. I think he's going to be a breakout star. Some experience on the offensive line, but uh, I just I don't know, man. I think it could be a tough year. Only 12 starters back in hole. Yeah, um, it's tough, man. So much unknown. I mean, Tune and Tank Dell for the last couple of years have really been running that Houston offense. Yeah. Holgerson's a guy that a lot of people like as a head coach, and I just don't. He's not a good in bowl records. His teams never play defense. They always are good offensively. But if, if you have any kind of defense, uh, you usually beat his teams. If you are like power football type teams, his teams usually struggle against that. I have no thoughts on Houston. I do like Donovan Smith. I liked him at Texas Tech last year, Same. so I think he could be good under Holgerson. I'm going to pass, though, on uh, the Cougars this year. The other team heading over to the Big 12, Cincinnati. And I love Cincinnati, but now Luke Fickle's gone. He's at Wisconsin, who we talked about earlier this week. Love them over eight and a half wins. I think they're a 10-win team, but it's year one for Scott Satterfield. Emory Jones is the quarterback. Just nine starters back. Complete stay away. I think they might be a little bit of a mess. Not fading them or anything like that, but I probably will bet against them quite a bit year one in the Big 12. What about you? Agreed. Too many moving parts. And especially with the Cincinnati program that made a college football playoff, has been the team to beat in the AAC. Now, not only are you moving conferences, but you're having a total haul of just rosters, guys in important positions. And you said Satterfield, you know, at Louisville was like a 6-6, six and 7-5 six, and five guy. Yeah. And that was when he brought his dudes into Louisville. So year one, moving into a new league, Ryan, I, like I think they might be like a four-win team, something like that. So Remember when Matt Campbell was like the hottest name whenever oh, yeah. we would talk about like, you know, head coaches? It's his eighth season now at Iowa State. I don't know, man. Like, What's crazy about them is their defenses are always top 10 in the country. Always one of the best defenses in the country. But since Brock Purdy and Brees Hall and those guys left, and even that last year they were there, I was really high on them. And they, you know, kind of wet the bed. Mm-hmm. Hunter Deckers is going to be their starting quarterback, they're saying again. Last year threw for over 3,000 yards, but he threw 14 picks. So I don't trust him not to turn the ball over. Norton, the running back's back. He played eight games last year. He's pretty solid. They lose Xavier Hutchinson. Jalen Knoll, I guess, is their top guy. And then their uh, tight ends back, Gabe Burkle. But, dude, I look at them this year, 
And last year they started 3-0. and They finally beat Iowa. Matt Campbell finally got the job done. Mm-hmm. Then after that, just kind of they fall apart. They lose Will McDonald, one of the better defensive players in the draft. They have five conference road games. What do you think about Iowa State? Because it's going to be a solid defense, but a really bad offense, I think, again this year. And it's going to be eight seasons now for Matt Campbell. And it's like, what's next now? Because I don't think they could get over that hump. Does he end up leaving? Matt Campbell's the new Dan Mullen. You know, right. it's like for so long, Dan Mullen kind of wanted to get out of Starkville. He was yeah. looking for the next job, and it feels like Campbell's kind of outlived his stay a little bit in Ames. I agree with you, Ron. I think it's going to be more of the same. I think the defense is going to be good, but, I mean, look, he had Brock Purdy and Brees Hall. Like, we see what those guys are doing in the NFL, right? I mean, you just don't replace that. That's why they were so good. They also had NFL tight ends. They had guys like Charlie Kohler. I mean, they had NFL dudes on offense. They just don't have that anymore. So, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not high on Iowa State this year. Last team, we, we're going to hit them all. West Virginia. Neil Brown, five Oy. years as head coach. Oy. Garrett Green, their quarterback. Chad Scott, the OC now. It's going to be a is, long year in Morgantown. There's yeah, like, a reason they're known for drinking. They're going to be doing a lot of that. Right. Like, I don't think there's going to be any changes even. You change coordinators, but all you do is you promote your running back coach because that's what Chad Scott was. Mm-hmm. Three of their top four backs are back, including C.J. Donaldson. He's good. O-line's going to probably be one of the best in the conference. Six starters back on offense. But, like, here's the thing. If they're going against a run defense that's, you know, 75th or or, or bottom, which is in this conference most of them, then I'm probably going to bet them. They're 18-4 and when they rush for over 100 yards, but they're 3-21 and when they go under 100 yards rushing under Neil Brown. So that's why, you know, they promote their running back coach to OC. Right. And this running back room is so stacked. Because that's what they're going to want to do. But only 13 starters are back. You got a coach on the hot seat. They're a pass for me. Seven starters back on defense, including 100%. their top three tacklers. Hundred percent. You remember when Neil Brown got hired from Troy too? I love the hire. I loved his Troy teams. I thought West Virginia got a great one. I've been saying for years. I think West Virginia needs to go get Mike Houston from East Carolina. Like to me, that feels like the guy. You know, Mike Houston. I just look at kind of his journey to college football, and he turned James Madison into a powerhouse. Like. Those North Dakota State guys, Craig Bowles at Wyoming, Chris Kleiman at North Dakota State. Like I think Mike Houston needs a little bit bigger of a of a power five job. East Carolina is kind of the equivalent of Wyoming right now, but I think West Virginia would be the perfect spot for Mike Houston. I uh, I think they're gonna have a new coach next year. I think you talked about Neil Brown's on the hot seat. I think the writing's on the wall. Yeah. They probably have the worst quarterback in the conference. So it's gonna be a long year, man. I mean West Virginia. <laughs> God, you remember those Pat White, Steve Slayton oh, God, teams? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Those but, teams were great. Those are my brother's favorite college football teams of all time. Is that a goal? She's not offside. That's good. 2 nothing. 2 nil. How is it only 2 uh, offside? Yeah, I was going to say, something's up. I know. Something's up. Horvat, this has a feel of a 116 NCAA tournament game. Like, I don't think they're going to lose, but yeah. it's just like they're messing around. I know. In fact, I wanna, it's one nothing. I want to break something. Like, it's kind of absurd right now. Luckily, the uh, Rangers and the Dodgers tied back up at four, and we just got out of a bases loaded jam. Guardians. S- oh, her arm is. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's, it's hard to watch, obviously, yeah. with no audio. I know. Bull. I that's, almost just swore. Yeah, that is brutal. That would have been two for us. I mean, we only would have needed still five more to go. Yeah. So, again, Big 12 winner, Texas even money. Oklahoma plus 325. Kansas State 6-1. to one, Texas Tech 9-1. to one. Let me ask you one quick question, Peach. Yep. I'm eliminating Texas and Oklahoma. You may have already answered this. My brain is melting. No, you're good. Who would you go with in the Big 12? I would go with UCF. I would take the stab. 25-1. 25 25 to to one. One? Yeah, I would. You're a lunatic. Ride the Gus bus, baby. You're a lunatic. Who would you take? 
Tech nine to one. Would you? Yeah, I think they got a realistic shot. But I, no, you know what? No, no, nobody. Texas is winning. Texas is winning double digit games. They're beating your tide. Ta- We're say not going to see Arch Manning yet. Say the three magic words. Texas is what? Say it for the camera. We're back. There you go.